Episode 22. You got the headphones on. It's official. I'm going to leave them on. You're going to leave them on. Episode 22, though. We're recording this on Memorial Day, so hope everyone had a great Memorial Day yesterday. Really not a great time to be recording because we've got Game 7 with the Heat and Celtics tonight, so we're going to talk about it, but by the time you listen, already irrelevant. We've got Game 6 with Golden Knights, Mm -hmm. Stars, also already happening last night. So... We didn't plan this well, but we always record on Mondays, so here so we, we are. So we got to do what you got to do. We got to do what you got to do. Michael Block, you were right about this. I, I saw he finished 120th, and I was Can like- Can we clip that? If only Christian called it. I did. If only Christian called it, that he's going to finish at least 10 over. <laughs> can, can we clip it? I said that in the last podcast. You did, I? yeah. Clip it, baby. You're like, he's not going to make the cut. Oh, what you I said. knew. Yeah. I, I should have done my bold prediction that he was going to finish last. How I mean, That would have <laughs> been- Everyone took him to make the cut. What well, idiots, dude. The the thing that got me is GC him saying that if he could drive the ball as far as Rory, he yeah. would be one of the best golf players in the world. I think they took that out of proportion. I think he just wasn't thinking when he said that more so. So I think he was just like being like facetious. Like I like I think he was just almost being sarcastic. Like I think Oh well, I didn't see that actually. So you might be right there. Yeah, I think the media is just like portraying this in the wrong light. It's like it's like saying, like, oh, if I could putt like Jordan Spieth, I'd be on tour. It's like <laughs> the same thing. It's like I think he was just saying that because he just doesn't hit it long. Like Dude, I actually watched the interview and he said something like Roy drives at like 320 and I drive at 280 or something like that. So he was like, you know how you say all the time, like, oh, if I was 6'8, I'd be in the NBA. Like he probably said that's, probably something that's fair. just like that. And the media took it. And so someone told me the other day, they're like, yeah, I don't like Michael Block because he said that. And I'm like, dude, he's like, I'm 100 sure that's like you being like, oh, you know, if I was from Canada, I'd be in the NHL. You know, yeah. <laughs> the difference I mean, though is that he's good enough to know that that's not the difference between him and right. Rory. But I, I could sense he was definitely being no, that's fair, being pretty sarcastic. But yeah, I I just knew the I mean, high. But that but he, if I could putt like Jordan Spieth, you'd be on tour. I mean, okay, I got <laughs> confess this. I'm putting right-handed again. I had 45 putts last round. <laughs> you actually putted lefty? Yeah, I've been, I told you I've been putting lefty. <laughs> I had like two good rounds lefty. And then the last two times I played, I had 42 putts and 45 putts. So the last round I played, I shot a 95 with 45 putts. Joe made a eight-foot slider when we played with my putter. I'm left-handed putting. It was nice. And he made an eight-foot slider and just switched. No, 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 not just switched. (laughs) I putted with the backside of my right-handed putter for one round. And I put it pretty nice. Round? The whole round with the backside of it and was there, draining there's putts. There's some things that you do that just make me It's just wonder. a mental hack. <laughs> some things you say, I'm just like, what an interesting Boom. guy. But That's great, though. I mean, I respect you for trying. I tried The driver was kind of nice, though. Oh, was it? On the second shot. <laughs> yeah. Normally shot one is. in the woods, hitting three from the tee. That shot was always nice. Yeah, it normally is, man. Yeah. Had a nice little, drove the green on a par four. That was my second oh, shot. Did he? Cleared the trees. Second it was like shot? 315 uphill. Oh. It was a nice, nice shot. Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. <laughs> First shot, though, in the woods. So I was hitting from three from the tee box, so I bogeyed it. There we go. <laughs> you hate that. I hate it. But see hey, it. at least you bogeyed. Yeah. We hate doubles. We hate doubles. So, but yeah, dude, yeah, I was 100% running about Michael Block. I just want to put that on record. Also, um, I was sad to see our guy Shank, who I love his last name. You do love Shank. Who finished second in a playoff. To Cirillo, I think, whatever this Frenchman's name is. I think it's a second win on tour, maybe. I only care about majors. I yeah, I know. It wasn't. Grillo, but, Grillo, sorry, Grillo. But anyway, yeah, I wanted Shank mm. to win. Scheffler, I think, has finished tied 12th or better in every tournament this year. 
he's boring. He's, he's so, so boringly good. good. That's so boring. Yeah, no, it's kind of boring. Yeah, but, but I mean, also so good. <laughs> let's talk about a more fun sport. You want to talk about basketball? Well, I wanted to ask about you because uh, this is the first time we're recording together in person in what, like a month now? Yeah, like three weeks. Or Dude, something. So, how's yeah. the last week, weekend, all of the things been? Ooh, um, this weekend, dude, has been so relaxing. Oh, nice. Didn't really do much. Um, visited Becca's family. Went to church. I mean, dude, did not do a whole lot. Played golf on Friday. Actually kind of took most of the day off on Let Friday. Let me guess. You shot better than 95. I did, yeah. <laughs> played Independence. Um, oh, nice. And first time I played out there, and it was uh, actually in really good shape. But uh, very relaxing, man. Didn't do a whole lot. And it was just nice to actually work out, not be in a hurry. Nice. One weekend, you know? That sounds Watch nice. Watch a couple movies. And, uh, and yeah, man. So other than that, trying not to be in a hurry as much. That's my mm. theme now. That's a good theme. Yeah. What about you? Uh, exact opposite, but good <laughs> was, so beach with my family, which was awesome. Chaotic, mm -hmm. but wonderful too. That's where we recorded Ice last Man. week Ice, with Iceman. He should be a then, more, dude, he's a good third. He's awesome. Yeah. You got to get him up here. And then drove to Southwest Virginia. Was at a wedding there? The like most beautiful, nicest. Where was that again? To. It was in Bristol. Oh, so really out west. Yeah, like Tennessee border. I thought you were going to be near Roanoke, but you were even no, farther no. west. No, yeah, so. Wow, it was beautiful there? It was awesome. It was, I mean, nicest wedding I've ever been to. It was incredible. How come? It was just, well, so as the husband of a wedding florist, I appreciate wedding floors, <laughs> florals these days. and uh, it Makes sense. And they were it's insane. In yeah, too. I was like, whoa, <laughs> do you see this? Like, look at that. Look at that centerpiece. It was nice. Um, nice. But yeah, it was really fun. And then got back last night, been gone for a week and a half, so pretty tired. Yeah, you but, have. But a good time. What time did you get in last night? Not too bad. It was like five o'clock. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't get back late. Yeah, so we picked up some Jack Browns. No free Ooh, shout outs. Oh, Jack Browns is mm. solid. What'd you get, Greg Brady? No, I get the Dr. Gonzo. Oh, I've never had that one. It's like mushrooms, onions, and Swiss cheese. Oh, so you went healthy. It's a <laughs> burger. <laughs> burger I said with fries. That you had vegetables on it. What you eat vegetables? <laughs> what are those? What are those? Oh man, that's but, awesome. I, now I kind of want Jack Browns. Dude, know. Jack Browns sounds gas right that now. That sounds actually. so good now. Oh my gosh. I haven't had the Greg Brady. Oh, it's, that's more. Is that the one with mac and cheese on it? Oh, is it ever? Okay, so I every single time I'm I'm very close to getting Oof. it. But the barbecue chips, mac and cheese, I'm like. If I could get it as like a slider or half of my burger, I'd go for it. But I don't know mm. if I want to commit to it yet. But I think I should. Every time after the fact, I'm like, I should have gone with it. You gotta try, man. Just it's, I know. It's, I know. Uh, I just I'll try yours. You'll try mine. That's what I'm. That's what I need. A little half yeah. and half. But NBA, like I said, it's kind of pointless because, but you guys know the outcome already. But little, little could be interesting. The Celtics could be the first team in NBA history to come back from a three-game deficit. I'm shocked. So out of now, 151 teams have been down 3-0 in the NBA, and the Celtics could be the first one to do it. Are they the first one? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel one. like LeBron's done it? I feel like LeBron's done everything. No, so they're, uh, they're the first <laughs> one. So let's see. Let's see if I can find some stats to go off of. Yeah. yeah, 100. As of May 27th, 151 NBA teams have fallen into a 3-0 deficit or 0-3 deficit. Uh because, you know, the other series There's was never, the you're right. Yeah, you're right. Wow. It's only only 
two percent or four of them have forced a game seven. Yep. So that's already impressive enough. Then right now on ESPN, the line's minus seven and a half for Boston, I think. And then they they have them at like an 83% chance of winning. Obviously, he knows what that means. But Boston? Boston. They have the, the Lions have Boston 83% chance. Yeah. Holy smokes. Dude, if so, I mean the they can't beat Michael Jordan's blood. <laughs> well, Jimmy Butler guaranteed, guaranteed that the Heat aren't going to lose. He guaranteed it? Yeah. So we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we know so it's true. So we know it's true. So Heat are definitely losing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like anytime, They're done. Anytime I look over to someone and said, watch this drive, oh, it never goes never well. Never goes well. No. As the one who says, watch this drive, I know it never goes <laughs> yeah. well. Dude, I'm telling you but, what. I think, first of all, the Celtics, I mean, they destroyed the Sixers. Right? Especially last game. They absolutely yeah. destroyed the Sixers. So they had a lot of momentum. I felt like going in, and then they went down 0-3, and there's a chance they're going to come back. I hope they do, just to make history. So I'm rooting, I'm rooting for the Celtics. I, I'm torn. I might have to make a game-time decision tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Who I want. I think I, I think I do want the Celtics to win. We'll see, though. Why would you want the Heat? Because you're a big Miami guy? I'm just contrarian. Mm, that's true. Just anti you and you like sports. Miami. That I do time? like Miami Spring as a break. I like Miami as a city. You were hating on it. I like it. <laughs> I was kind of hating on it. You're right. <laughs> What'd you say? It was top 10 worst or most overrated cities in the US? Overrated. Okay. Not worse. Just overrated. no, just overrated. There, there's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. No, I like it. I just think like the hype that when I went to Miami a couple years ago, it was, it just didn't live up to the hype in my head. Yeah. But that could be my fault too. Right. No, like, there is parts of that. And it's also a little bit weird. Like the whole, I don't know, like the, renting like super nice cars and driving around it's Correct. it's definitely uh like kind of a clout uh, chasing like, like front if you, you know what i mean like yeah everyone's, like, went to a marlins game front. which is cool also your light behind you was going nutty yeah i've anyone who's watching oh it changed on its own before i grabbed this no look oh, it just no, it's keeps going okay it keeps going yeah. back and down it was like a lava lamp yeah that was nuts shout but, out amazon for these lights that are possessed by the way, we're drinking Celsius out of a coffee mug. Is that subtle plug number 22 in episode number 22? Yeah. There Celsius, if they don't sponsor us, man, we've gotten, I guarantee we've increased sales. I, I think I've told you, have you tried Prime yet? The the one that Logan Paul endorses? No, it's actually, it's Is nice. It gas? It's gas. Is it's it supposed nice. to be healthy? No. I mean, yeah, it's the same as a Celsius, any of those. I don't know why it took so long to get not sugar heavy energy drinks. Yeah, I've been doing some research on Celsius, though. Probably not that great for you. It's not awful for you, but it's not great for you. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, eh, I wouldn't recommend drinking them all the time. Yeah. But they're fine. They're fine. They're definitely a lot better than, like, a Red Bull. Right. That, that's yeah. what I'm meaning. It's like, it took forever of being, like, you remember Vault? Yeah. Like, Little League when Vault trucks would come. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, Vault, even, like, the Monsters Mountain Dew. What was the Mountain Dew's energy drink? Voltage. Was voltage. it Voltage? I think it was something, it was something like that. I remember having, uh, I, I went through this weird kick when I was younger and I loved like the different Mountain Dew flavors. My parents should have Like Code Red? Me. Yeah. I would like the red and the blue and I think they had a purple one maybe. Like, I don't know. The, the Code it. Red was, my dad used to love Mountain Dew and Code Red was an yeah. alternate staple. Not yeah. the other flavors, but that one. Then the Baja people Blast People love their out. soda, man. I don't think I could drink it now, but I used to love it. Me too. Yeah, me too. So, and then NHL, Canes, Sad. Sad, sad, sad. Can we yeah. swap? What do you think about that, though? The Canes being know, it's sad, swept. It's sad. I mean, Panthers are hot. They were good games. Dude, they're so hot. They're so hot. And they're it's, so hot. 
Like, what are you going to do? They're, they're that hot. They, they beat them in a triple overtime and then another overtime in two of those games. So it's like they're playing like six games at that point now. It's, it's unbelievable. The, well, I mean, so, and then the Golden Knights and Stars are forcing a game six tonight. Mm-hmm. Could go to game seven, in which case the NHL's just straight up mirroring the NBA playoffs. Correct. Right now, which is crazy. Sweep. You got to sweep seven. in one side of it. Possibly I hope it does up go a, to game a 03 seven. and then go into game seven. That's nuts. As someone who is a very like stands hockey fan, mm-hmm. like like watching from outside on the stands, <laughs> I really hope there's game seven. As opposed to watching on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to like intently watching, like I do golf. No, that's fair. Yeah, I hope there's a game seven too. That's about all I can say with NHL Dude, players. I'll tell you what, man, the, the series would have already been over if Mike Madonna was here. Is that a fact? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. He's my favorite player. Dallas Maybe Stars. Maybe so. Did you used to play as him? Mm-hmm. So that's NHL. all you need to know. That's yeah. what you need to know. So NFL news, our sweet spot right here. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins was released. Oh. Yeah. So ended up not working the trade. Looking like the Bills might be the landing spot for him. Mm, no one's surprised mm. I think, in my mind, that's the clearest place for him to land right now. Which could be awesome. I was about to say that would be disgusting. That could be really cool. Can you imagine uh, that wide receiver core? Gabe Davis, first of all, is Loki a stud. Oh, as he's well. an incredible number two. But then with Stefan Diggs, he <laughs> hasn't been showing up to OTAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen different rumors. Some people think he might be with the Giants. Some people think he move around different the places. Giants. I'm not sure that he's going to be a Bill in in this season. So you're getting D Hop, which is definitely helping out in general. But then That's especially if, Diggs if, though. Yeah, probably not as good as Diggs, but he's such Close. a veteran receiver and he's yeah. so good. And then you get like Davis too. Like he also, though, I almost feel bad for him. Why Hopkins? Because he played with Kyler Murray. That, I mean, that has to be one of the worst quarterbacks to play wide receiver for. You think so? Yeah, because he's also like a dual threat. So he obviously runs a lot. And so there's a lot of times where you're you're running your route, and so is the quarterback. Yeah, I mean that's true. But I, I would say compared to other running quarterbacks like T Hop got some action this year despite being yeah i just think like some games i think potential wise like if you put him with you know like a stud qb oh yeah i mean that's a uh, so it would be good for him if he ends up with josh allen yeah then other stuff going on though jimmy g it turns out he failed his physical i think in march oh so with his contract with the raiders the raiders added two final clauses that state garoppolo can be released with zero dead cap hit if the following conditions aren't met, yep, a past physical, at least one game in the in 2023 played, and then no injury is suffered to his left foot during the 2023 season. So it looked like his left foot was what caused him to fail. So at at very best, his contract's getting majorly restructured. Right. Potential conspiracy thrown out there. Tom Panthers. Brady, no, Tom, <laughs> yeah, dude. but Tom Brady coming in as a part owner of the Raiders. What if he's like, all right. I'm stepping back in. <laughs> I'm QB1 for the season. Can you, you imagine if Tom Brady is a part owner in the Raiders? And Can you do that? Can you be an... I have no idea if someone can. Can you be though. a part owner of a team and play for the team? We we'll got to get Ryan Reynolds on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but that... Uh, yeah, first of all, I don't think that'll ever happen. But if Tom Brady spent any time with a young QB... Oh, that'll be... Oh. So if it's not Tom Brady, who do you think the actual QB will be if Jimmy G 
is not there. I don't know, dude. It's a good question. Cause like, it's a lot of realistically, movement. it's not going to be Tom. Yeah. Or is it? Uh, <laughs> no. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. <laughs> I, there's a chance I think that it could be Jimmy G just with the restructured contract. Sure. Maybe like Matty Ice, Matt Ryan come in. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Man, it'd be interesting. There's a lot of QB switch up this season. There's a lot if you of switch think about up. Yeah. Not only with contracts and stuff, but just like actual like Derek Carr to the Saints, Jimmy G Raiders, um, Aaron Rodgers, Jets. I know. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement. It's kind of interesting. But the the Raiders will be in good shape. They got got a boy Max Crosby, of course. Yeah. Uh also be in good shape. fun fact, Caitlin had her sales conference out in Vegas. Lost? And they Las Vegas. And they like rented out the stadium for like some games and stuff. So she like sent me a picture. She's like no tore in the locker room and everything. I'm like, dang, that's so cool. Uh, they have no. too much money. You know you have too much money as an organization. Yeah. When you rent out. The speaking of stadium. speaking from the point of view of two people in organizations that don't have money, I agree. <laughs> you know they could just give us each a couple million. Right? Look at that. It probably cost them a couple million to have this trip. Oh, easy. Get rid of it. <laughs> Easy. Give it to us. Share. Yeah. Sharing is caring. We should start blas. It, what's the word I'm looking for? Blasphemizing? <laughs> <laughs> Ostracizing companies? <laughs> just trashing people, yeah. roasting them. We should have like one company every podcast where we just like throw one of the bus. Or <laughs> we just Venmo request companies. You might send us two million on Venmo. <laughs> we'll request like $100,000. And I mean, we'll say like, this is what we're going to say to you on our podcast or say about you. If you don't pay, <laughs> I like start threatening companies. <laughs> just make up something in blackmail. Dude, oh, so I'm ridiculous. Just, you owe us $94,000 or we're going to say these three, this three sentence statement about your company. <laughs> we can hire, we can start hiring private investigators. <laughs> the podcast took an entirely different yeah, form on like, right it's now. Like, it's like a company business crime podcast. Yeah. We started on Mafia. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen what Adidas is doing? <laughs> Flip side, though, we can go after your competitors for an extra fee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but MLB, Braves are going back and forth. Dude, kind Acuna of, looks about, like a stud. Well, yeah. So Acuna's going off, as always. Olsen's hit some bombs. Bombies. Bombies. They are still in the front of the NL East, your favorite division, because you've been a fan Bombies. of every team. Uh, Rays are still hot, still in the MLB. I've been a fan of every team. <laughs> Not the Marlins, but right? The, yeah, but the Marlins. Screw the Marlins. But you were talking about them earlier yeah. this episode, so there's that. Dude, ALE says looking nice, mm -hmm. unfortunately. So who do you think is to come out? There's probably a couple teams because of wild cards. <clears> oh, yeah, like, I, I think there's going to be three playoff teams. Yeah. They are looking good, though. I don't know. You think the Rays? I feel like I need to obviously... We're giving a prediction, so so much can change this. But I feel like I really don't have an opinion yet until yeah. probably mid-June. Yeah. Because uh, Rays obviously came out super hot, but then the other teams are catching up a little yeah, bit. They might I think they have like cold. a four-game lead or something like that on every other team in the league, but they started out so hot. Uh, I mean, it's May, so I, I would love to talk more about baseball, but pretty sure no one else wants to. Yeah. So move but on. Once, um, once NBA's wrapped up, then we're all in. And Chell, NHL. You love calling it Chell. It's because I love that video game. That's true. All right. So, Iceman. 
Oh, time for. Is he gonna fly in? He's flying in via video. What's up, everyone? <laughs> this week's unsung hero goes out to Luton Town Football Club, who play their games at the ten thousand three hundred seat Kenilworth Road in Luton, England. Luton Town Football Club has just been promoted to the Premier League. Huzzah! After a oh. contentious back and forth match, they went to penalty kicks, where U.S. Men's National Team goalkeeper Ethan Horvath came through big, making multiple saves in order to secure the win and the promotion mm. to the Premier League. Now, with the promotion comes a big old paycheck. And that's probably a good thing because Kenilworth Road, where Luton Town plays, hosts only 10,300 seats, but also requires you to go through a multi-housing, multi-family housing facility in order to get to the stadium. So, you know, they got to kind of literally upgrade their stadium to the Premier League standards. We're talking about standards like the Etihad in Manchester City, the 75,000-seater for Manchester United, and then everything in London from Tottenham, Arsenal, whoever you want to say, Chelsea. An issue here is nothing because they're going to have to deal with the zoning issues they already have. But if you've got no one else to cheer for, Luton Town Football Club is the inspirational story of the year. Ethan Horvath, who is the U.S. Men's National Team keeper I just mentioned, is from Colorado. And his dad used to be the high school soccer coach at Columbine High School. Yes, the same Columbine High School that tragically had the school shooting years ago. Hmm. So Ethan Horvath is a bit of an inspirational story himself. If you go look him up, he's an awesome guy, quiet, a little reserved, but absolutely felt the emotions of being promoted to the Premier League the other day. Here's to you, Luton Town Football Club and Ethan Horvath. You guys are this week's unsung hero. We wish you all the best next year. That's Ooh. actually, that's so hype. That is cool. Look at this. I'm throwing up some tweets of everything that's happening right now with them. That's so fun. Feels like real life Ted Lasso. $200 million promotion. Boom. Dude, should we talk about shows right now? We can. Sounds like about Ted Lasso. Yeah. Do a little like weekly watch. Yeah. What's happening? Oh, weekly watch. I weekly like watch. Are yeah. we spoilers or no spoilers? Spoilers. All right. So we will try to timestamp it in uh-huh. the episode. So if you don't want to be spoiled on any of these spoilers, check that out. You can skip to the end of the section. But first up with this, Ted Lasso, you're caught up, right? Yep. What do you think is happening? Ted, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He's 100%. Nate comes in. Back. I think Nate's going to come in and be the head coach. I was thinking that, and then he comes in, and then he, yeah. he says that at the end of the episode. I think it's the storylines are wrapping up so nicely, which is sad because it is. it's going to be the end of it. Do you think it's going to be the I end? I think so, right? Yeah, I think so. Like it, It's just a perfect transition. Jamie Tart storylines had like a full Jamie Tart, Tart. Do, 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 Jamie Tart. That's so <laughs> catchy. I love so, that. dude. One of my favorite scenes like when Jamie Tart <clears throat> like scores a goal and then they flash to the pub. And they're like, <laughs> Jamie Tart. <laughs> it's so fun. But dude. Dude, Ted Lasso overall, I mean, what a great show. I mean, just from a production standpoint to a entertainment standpoint. That's just a feel-good TV show. Well, and the writing. Like, the stuff yeah. that Beard and Ted Lasso say. Sometimes it's I have so to put funny. closed captions on because I miss it the first Me time. Too. I'm like, that's hilarious. It's How did so, I not catch that? Uh, like, his, like, you know, Lassoisms or whatever. Yeah, they're like, just and, so the, and the puns and So, yeah, references. I mean, I think, all in all, it's wrapping up nicely. I hope, selfishly, there's a season four, but if this was it, it would be a heck of a, heck of a, like, oh, yeah. finale, and it would be a heck of a show. And so. Not, you know. All good things come to an end. So maybe we'll come to an end. 
and then we'll know soon though. Literally. I hope it's like a six hour long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's an entire other season packed <laughs> yeah. into one episode. One episode. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, uh, it's so good though. What else you watching? So just finished Secession. Watched that finale last night. Did you ever watch that? Uh-uh. So Succession? that was the series finale last night. So good. I won't give spoilers if you haven't watched it. But for anyone who did watch it, I felt like the finale was... It was one of the best finales I've seen. Like it, it felt like it just fit the show so well in ways that drive you crazy, but also are just poetic. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I thought that one was really good. We uh, just caught up last night and finished... Uh, the last thing you told me, I was telling you about that on mm-hmm. Apple TV. That one was good. We might have to. What's that about? It's. Um, I'm trying to think of. The show starts off, and the husband disappears essentially, um, and so that's like the premise of the show starting, and then it's like of figuring out the next steps and then backfilling information. Mm-hmm. Guess so. what we just watched? We just Which watched. One? This is not a show, but it's a movie. Um, it's with Jake Gyllenhaal. It just came. My out. guy, <laughs> Guy Ritchie, um, the Covenant, the Covenant, the Dude. Covenant, Covenant. So we freaking paid. And tell me if you think this is a good decision or not. So me and Beck were chilling. It was Saturday. Yeah, it was just Saturday afternoon. We were hanging out, and we go, "Hey, let's watch a movie." And we have Apple TV Prime. You know, yeah. all all the hookups, <laughs> all of them, and. Uh, Prime had The Covenant, which just was released like less than 30 days ago in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still in some theaters, but uh, you could rent it for 20 bucks. So we did. We rented it for 20. Rented it for 20. Yeah. Because it was a brand new movie. And Becco's like, we have to because it's cheaper than going to a movie theater. I was like, yeah, but we never, our plan was never to go to a movie theater. Yeah, I'm a little bit on your side here. Yeah. I, but it was but, a good movie. Yeah, it's fun sometimes. Yeah. I probably would have just waited a couple weeks. Yeah. But. But it was a good was movie. Was it worth I it? I will say. Was it worth it? Uh, borderline. Borderline. Yeah. Worth $15? I think it's plus minus somewhere in the low teens. Okay. Or not teens, low double digits. So like 12. 12. Yeah. 87. Mm-hmm. I think that's spot on. <laughs> spot Plus on. Plus minus. Plus or minus. Uh, but Jake Gyllenhaal did a, a pretty solid job acting nice. there. And I don't know. All in all, it's a good movie. That's cool. The other one we also just finished up was The Citadel. I think I told you about mm. it with Priyanka. Yeah. I think I'd give that one like a six and a half out of 10. Okay. It's probably a fair rating. Did you watch any of it? Mm. It was entertaining. I think it could have been a whole lot better. But because I, I love spy movies and right. stuff like that. And so it's all like if you're creating a show in that genre for me, your baseline is going to be like probably at least a four and a half. Like I don't think you can go below that any. Right. But I'm going to be critical to get (laughs) above an eight. So that's what I'm like. It's somewhere in the middle of that. Nice. There you go. So we also watched another war movie. It was about how we watched two war movies over the weekend. The first one watched was about, I can't remember what it's called. Maybe it'll come back to me. But it was like a 59 man u.s army outpost hmm. in the middle of like taliban country like it was in a valley right i've seen the previous is this a newish one kind of yeah yeah okay i think i've seen the previous and so ones. anyway it was you want to talk about intense it was like an hour long battle scene nuts between like them and the taliban 
That's it nuts. was literally, I mean, it was definitely edge of your seat entertaining. Uh, it was nuts. I mean, overall, it's a good movie, but emotionally, it was draining. Because you're, you're rooting for the U.S. guys, and, you know, there's like seven or eight of them who died. You're like stressed out for them in the yeah. show or the movie. Yeah, yeah. But, gosh, I can't remember what that's called. But anyways, it was, uh, I guess we're big in war movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Any big one? What would you endorse for people right now? Are there anyone to watch if you haven't watched one? A war movie? Or just anything that you've, you've watched recently. Uh, shrinking. That was hilarious. Oh, I've heard that's good. Yeah. I, maybe it was from you, actually. I think it was from me, probably. But it's about the, the therapist who needs a therapist yeah, that's type got of deal. Marshall, whatever, Jason. Harrison Ford. And it's got... Um, Jace, what's his last name? I'm so bad, I've realized, with actors' names. It is Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah, that's... Never would have guessed that. <laughs> I'm really bad at names, too. <laughs> I'm really bad at actors' names. But it was really good because it was like he was trying to mend the relationship with his daughter after he lost his wife and she lost, you know, her mom. And then how he gets like way over involved with the patient's lives. <laughs> it's just it, it's a pretty funny little TV show. Maybe there's eight or ten episodes, but it was that's, on Apple TV, too. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. You? I think I would say the last thing you told me. It was, it was a good one. It was like seven episodes. Interesting. It like finished up. It's a good watch. Pretty easy. Yeah. Cool. We start doing spit takes. Spit takes. I was just thinking about that. You know what I was just thinking about? <sighs> Florida man. Oh, you gotta do it again, don't you? <laughs> you gotta do it again. So, the, <clears throat> so oh, right you know now, I realized we didn't do a uh, growth mindset day today on what happened today. Oh, let's do that we now. Totally do you missed. have it? Yep. Let's do that right now. There's a couple pretty cool ones I think you're going to like. So I figured we have to talk about it. Okay. Have to. On this day, May 30th, the crowd favorite to most, Gordon Ramsay, first appeared on U.S. television, May 30th, 2005, for Hell's Kitchen. That was almost two decades ago. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that nuts? That's nuts. Yeah. Love him or hate him, he is a TV personality. <laughs> And then also, I, no, had Guy little, Fieri. I had to do a little research in this one, but May 30th, 2020, the SpaceX's Falcon 9 rocket and Crew Dragon spacecraft took off at 3.22 p.m. Eastern Standard. Mm -hmm. The capsule is the first privately designed and built spacecraft to carry astronauts to space and is bound for the International Space Station. That was the previous article, so obviously it, it made it to the International Space Station. Right. But that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So two yeah. kind of cool. There's actually a lot of stuff that happened on anything today. else that was interesting. It was some baseball stuff. It was like uh it's some like late 1800s. Someone completed this like 110th shutout. <laughs> I forgot who who that was. Um, or early 1900s shutout. Yeah, Nuts. in Major League Baseball, I guess. Babe Ruth played. His like second to last game, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> what what is that? I played my second to last game on this. Or it might have been his last game. I don't remember. I don't think it was last game. So I would put it. And then Willie uh, Mays hit his like six hundred and thirty eighth career mm. home run or something today, dude. But it was like two pages. Normally it's like one or two things. You go to a couple sites, find them. Yeah, normally I go to like a couple different sites, and it's like, oh, these. 20 things happen in history and like 18 of them are like, eh, oh, okay. you know, yeah, with like history or art or like something like that. I'm like, eh. 
But this one had like two full pages of events. That's nuts. Also, the Indy 500 typically is on today. Hmm. So there was like a ton of winners on the Interesting. I know Indy that. 500. Yeah. It was on yesterday. Do you watch it? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I think he about makes it, another it, was, it was on yesterday. Yeah. All right. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Three and one, right? You got three Don't. dubs. I got one dub. Three, four, one. Four, one. And one for Iceman, because he got a win last week. Cleared throat. <clears throat> All right, story number one. A Florida man faces a myriad of charges after a small methamphetamine lab exploded in his residence, causing a fire. When the fire department arrived on scene to extinguish the fire, the man seized the opportunity to jump behind the wheel of the fire truck and speed away. The man's escape came to an abrupt halt as he crashed the vehicle into a construction barricade a few blocks from the fire. The man was arrested and charged with manufacturing methamphetamine, trafficking, and grand theft auto. Wow. Quite, quite the arrest. Story number two. A Florida man decided to have an adventure with an ambulance that was left unattended as the crew was dropping off a patient. The Florida man jumped into the vehicle and drove off, but he didn't get far. Shortly after he left the hospital, a man managed to get the ambulance stuck in mud. The man then took off on foot. Sorry, I'm going to take a breath. <laughs> You're not breathing. <laughs> I really wasn't. I was like, I'm getting lightheaded. The man then took off on foot, but the man was found and taken into custody and is now charged with grand theft auto. This one's tougher because nothing like stood out. You know how sometimes it just Your gut's out. not like... This one, no, but my gut does say one's true, two's false. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. Three and two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! There's the ambulance stuck in the mud for anyone Gosh, watching the dang video. It. So, I don't believe you, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That that picture is created with AI. It's not even true. <laughs> That's an AI photo. Oh wow, man! Whatever. Man. I worked hard on that one because I was like, I have to win. I really don't want to do it. I know that's the best thing about this is so these stories are really fun. I like doing yeah. it. It's a fun segment and the real stories are just entertaining and ridiculous. But since it's a competition, there's pressure on creating the fake ones. Correct. And it feels like a good punishment for losing. It does. Like it, it gives a little extra put some stakes on it. Mm -hmm. Now, you know why I was so ready to be done with the, the, the original format. Yeah. 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 After like 18 you. weeks of coming up with stories in a row. Yeah. That's brutal. That's tough. But um, I got it down. I can do it. Oh, yeah. You got it down. All right. Growth mindset. You want to do that? We didn't do that last. We're, we might need to restart the slate here because I don't remember it. anything. I don't know. Let's just restart. Let's do something yeah, yeah. new. I'm Probably on, failed in whatever it was before. Some folks on something new. Actually, my last one was weekly game plans, not daily. Oh, yeah. That's been going well the last two to three weeks. Nice. I will say that. But my growth mindset is... The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. So it's mm. a book I'm listening to. Notice how I didn't say read because I don't read. have a tough time. But listening to this book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and it talks about like how you can slow down and how we weren't made to be running on 100% 24-7 mm -hmm. um, and how being mm. busy is essentially just not good. And there's a lot of science into it, facts. It's by... Um, former mega church pastor who like burnt out by time he was 33 and um it affected like his relationships all around him and his relationships with jesus and how he started to slow down um 
and how we can kind of live a life like Jesus in order to like combat a lot of the stress, anxiety, you know, dread and stuff that happens in our world now. So anyway, it's just like, for me, it's like slowing down a little bit. Um, <laughs> you would appreciate this. I started the book and realized I was listening to it on one and a half times. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you, yeah. sorry, so John Mark. I put it down to one and I was like, let's, let's take this in a little bit better, but <laughs> Interesting. that's hilarious. Yeah. I get that. I've been there too. To try that's to slow cool. down. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I'm kind of, kind of like stuck right now. Cause mm. I'm like slowing down. I feel like is a need, but I also feel the need of like getting ahead work-wise so I can slow down. And I'm like, which one comes first? Which one's smarter? Do I try to slow down or do I try to speed up for a season and then be able to hopefully hire and then slow mm-hmm. down that way? Or you know what I mean? Like I feel like everything I'm seeing as a balance and I'm not sure which side is right for me mm-hmm. right now. All things that feel like pretty good and all. And so I think that I need to probably like carve out time to be thinking and like maybe even journaling if I, if I do that kind of stuff, it would be good. Mm-hmm. But of just kind of like figuring out what is the best course of action, mm-hmm. what's the right way of moving forward with each one. So yeah, fair enough. all that to say, I, th- I think that my growth mindset is spending time thinking and figuring out where's the right place to be doubling down on like trying to grow in yep. instead of just moving and just jumping into action first. Gotcha. So nice. <clears throat> that's where I'm at. Wow. Draft. Should we do it? Let's do the draft. Since you this ever since you favorite. stole the cereal from me in a late night snack draft. Mm-hmm. It's been on my mind. I love cereal, man. And uh Iceman was like, Why haven't y'all done just breakfast cereals as a draft? Well, and Iceman. I said, you know what, Iceman? That's a fantastic idea. That's what we're gonna do. And that's what we're going to do today. So I get to pick first. Okay. Which this is the hardest draft for me because there's so many that I want on there. So getting yeah. this out there right now, we're going to get roasted with a bunch of comments. So why don't you pick this or this or this? Yeah. I would love to pick all of them. I have five picks. So here I am. Yeah. These are the five that I like right now in Bang. this season of life. Okay. Done. It'll be different in a year. It mm-hmm. was different two years ago. It's so fun. there's my disclaimer. Pick number one. Is Cheerios Oat Crunch. Oh. Have you had that? It's a pretty new. It's like a newer in a couple years. I don't years. think so. It's oat nice. Crunch. No. It's like honey bunches of oats uh-huh. meets Cheerios. Oh. So instead of the soggy flakes, you have Cheerios there. Oh. It's delicious. Nice. My first one, it's a little bit out of left field, <clears throat> Raisin Bran. <laughs> I, I couldn't even hold that in. But have you had the Raisin Bran Crunch? No. Well, cause it's good. There's okay. like little sweet granola in there. So number one for me, it's been a staple for me the last three to five years, Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, the chocolatey goodness. You can slurp down the milk afterwards and it's like chocolate milk. That is good. I haven't had Ooh, that in a very long time. Honey. But not bad. Pick number two for me, again, it's a newer one that I'm into is Oatmeal Squares. You're You're really picking outside the box cereals here. I know. I'm telling you, I just, I like all cereals. Okay. So these are what I'm into right now. Gotcha. Number two mm. for me, another pretty easy pick. I haven't had it in a while, but I need to have it soon. Reese Puffs. Reese Puffs. Peanut butter chocolatey flavor. Reese's Puffs. Oh, those so, are nice. So good. 
Oh, what to do, what to do. Blueberry frosted mini wheats. Dude, you, your pitch right now, dude. This is the most outlandish cereal draft I've ever seen. Let's go. Dude, number three for me, another easy one. You're just giving, giving them to me. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dang, I, mean, I should have done that. Just an easy, easy number three is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's, that was, I was debating Holy picking that fourth smokes, or third. man. <laughs> That's bad. I can't believe I gave you Cinnamon Toast Crunch there. Mm, what do I want now? I really wanted Cinnamon Toast Crunch fourth. So here's the problem. Disclaimer. I've been cutting back on the sugar that I'm eating. Uh-huh. And so all of these cereals that you're saying are like, used to be my favorites, but I haven't eaten in like five years. Really. Right. Oh, I mean, that's good for you healthy wise, but dude, these oh. are the most random stuff. I know. Dude, so have you had oatmeal squares? No. So I had never had them before two years ago. They're so good. I've tried them. Get I am them, looking though. for a pretty I want to report back. All right, I'm going Honey Nut Cheerios. So you went two Cheerios? Yeah. <laughs> so you got two Cheerios. Two Cheerios, dude. All right, another easy one, dude. <laughs> Frosted Flakes. Like just dude, another, I'll take Honey Nut Cheerios over Frosted Flakes. Easy and then Honey Nut Cheerios and uh, honey, or Cheerios Oat Crunch. Very different. Very different. Dude, you are nuts. I, I am nuts. All right, this, this pick is going to just... I don't know how you're going to come back from roasting me on this okay. one, but I stand by it. You're going to hate this so much. Special K fruit and yogurt. This is the worst draft I've ever been part of. <laughs> I mean, dude, I can't wait till you post this. And just Holy get trashed. smokes, dude. Those are your top five cereals. Dude, these, I'm, I'm being honest right now. These are the five cereals that I'm eating the most. And so I know that I'm going to get trashed for them. All right. Well, but here they are. Easy, dude. You made this draft so easy on me. I didn't have to do any, any thinking, really. Number five is one I used to love growing up. Haven't had as much recently, but Lucky Charms. I mean. Fair. For some reason, I thought you were going to go Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks And I might have yeah. told this story on the podcast, but in like 2002, when the Olympics were coming to Salt Lake City, they, Kellogg's had like a huge box top, box top thing where if you collected them, it was like 200 and something, you get a snowboard. It was like 15, you'd get sunglasses with the Olympics logo, like beanie, all of that. Well, we got the snowboard, we got the beanie, we got the glasses. We got like multiple of everything except for the snowboard. We only got one snowboard. But we had so many Apple Jacks and Frosted Flakes then that it took me like 10 years to want them again. But I mean, I had three brothers, so we would fly through cereal. But it's just all Kellogg's. You guys probably knocked out a box a day. Oh, more than that. Every Sunday night was cereal night. And so we would go through probably like six gallons of milk. <laughs> a couple boxes of cereal. You guys did not each have a gallon and a half of milk. No, it was only like four. <laughs> no, so we would buy though. So realistically, it was probably three gallons on Sunday night of cereal or milk. That's insane. Realistically, four probably three gallons. Six total. So four sons and then my mom and dad. Your mom and dad participated in Sunday night cereal? Yeah, they did. Nice. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. And it was funny because we would all like had different milk preferences. So like some of us liked skim milk, some of us liked two percent, some of us liked one percent. And so it's just like we'd get a bunch of everything, just the spread. And it wouldn't go to waste. Yeah. Like you so it. this is what's hard about this draft though for me, because I just love all cereal. So everything you said, everything I, do love I said. Cereal. Yeah, yeah. Like I my do. list could Your be top five. I mean, that is absurd. It's is absurd. I understand. So funny. I mean it's absurd. That's like saying that's like me being like golf draft and I go, okay, <clears throat> number one, top flight. Number two, Wilson. Number three, yeah. <laughs> Probably, honestly. Yeah.
but I stand by it. Number three, Walter Hagen. <laughs> I endorse all of my picks. If you oh, haven't had one of them, great. go get them. They're delicious. Oh, that's great. And on that note, I probably deserve to get roasted for it. You so do. let I us know. Wait. Share the pod. <laughs> subscribe. Thanks for listening if you survived my if draft there. If you think Joe's cereal choices are stupid, leave a five-star review. If you think they're smart, leave a, leave, leave a five-star <laughs> yeah. review. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.